Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in Now, I'm talking about the suffering of Christ. But you know, today is a triumphant entry. Turn with me, Matthew chapter 21. Now, Jesus is our rule model. He showed us the way. Everything that he did is for our example. And Jesus, knowing that he is going to be arrested and killed and crucified, he knew it was no secret to him. He went to Jerusalem. He knew that going to Jerusalem was very risky because within a few days they tried to throw him out of the temple. He escaped. Then he's going back. So uh, the disciples were very concerned. You're going back to Jerusalem? Hey! And you know, if you are a believer, one thing that Jesus taught us is boldness to face the thing that you are afraid of. Boldness. Some of us, we dodge things that we are afraid of. Some of us, we try to run away. But Jesus showed one thing. One way to conquer the thing you are afraid of is to face it. Amen. And so... He came, I remember we were in Israel, we walked through that part, you know, a journey from um, all the way to Jerusalem, which is about four days or five days journey. Amen. And then he came to that faith. And when you stand at Bethlehem, you can see the temple standing. There's a, a, a deep valley in between Bethlehem and the temple. Deep valley, you have to descend through. And that's why we have Garden of Gethsemane on the right side. If you are facing the temple. You walked the way there. Garden of Gethsemane is just at the right side. Amen. Matthew 21, I'm reading from verse 1. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethlehem on the Mount of Olives. See, it's a Mount of Olives because there's a lot of olives there where we, we get olive oil. You know, there's a lot of olives in that place. That's why it's called Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her coat by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. Here also Jesus is demonstrating faith. When Jesus needs something, he just sent for it. Amen. He just sent for it. And he said, if anyone asks you, that donkey had been there, nobody was using it. And Jesus said, if anybody asks you, 
say that the Lord has a need already. Amen. Sometimes things are not used unless the Lord comes in. Lives that are not used by God cannot function properly. You always become selfish if you don't allow God to use you to be a blessing to people. You can be rich. You can have all things. But until you allow the Lord Jesus to use you, use you as a vessel and instrument. This is a donkey. This donkey was there. Nobody was using it. But as soon as Jesus asked for it, the donkey now had become a historical donkey. Everybody talks about that donkey. Amen. And so, the same way every life that you don't serve God, you are just a Christian in a church. You come to church, you close your God. You don't get involved with daily activities of the church, how to run the church. You are not being used by the Lord. There's only few people after close of the church, you are gone. They have to stay throughout. Get this done. Get that done. And, and all that you do is just you walk in the church. Receive and you are gone. Amen. And so you should allow yourself to be used of God. You should be used. You should be used of God. You should be used in the way of resourcing the work of God. Amen. Resourcing the work of God. I, I said some time ago we came here and we were renting. We used to have canopies. And we didn't have money. I negotiated with the people at that time. That time we have not bought this property. And we needed to roof. So I took a step of faith, went to that and said, we'll roof it. Amen. And they asked me, do you have that money? I said, oh yeah. But it took one man who came to me and said, I will take half of the course and I will bring my workers to come and work. And that's Mr. Jokoto. And today we are all sitting here. We enjoy. Sometimes it will take one man. It took one donkey to carry Jesus. It took one donkey to carry Jesus. Not ten donkeys. One. So just one man can make a difference. As far as the service of the law is concerned. Amen. And in verse 4, this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus will have asked for a horse. A horse is used for battle. A horse is used for dignitaries. You know, when it comes to military parade, they don't use donkeys. You see the commander sitting on what? Horse. It means dignitary. It means honorable. And so Jesus being the king of kings, he could have asked for a horse. But he asked for what? Donkey. He asked for donkey. Because he wanted to portray humility, which is very essential to every Christian. You need to be humble. Turn to somebody and say, you need to be humble. You need to be humble. That is one of the things it's 
as a believer, you need to show humility. Humility in every place. One of the, one of the virtues that can really make a good marriage is humility. And therefore, if you are a wife, you need to be humble. If you are a husband, you need to be humble. You know, a husband that will carry himself and the boss. You know, there are some fathers when they are coming, then the children start running. And sometimes they give their father's names. Ujam, Ujam is coming on. Amen. Fireman is coming. Hallelujah. You know, so if you have a father, just flow with your children. Don't just be too. Sometimes they are there and you are up there. They can't get close to you. They can't talk to you. As far as matter of fact, every father must command your house. God told Abraham, he said, I know Abraham, he will command. He said, you must, as a father, you need to have authority. Sometimes there's a time a father has to speak for the house to shake. Amen. But you should be humble. Flow with your children. Don't scare them. Just flow with them. Sit down with them. Talk to them. Let them have a feel of you. As a father. Sometimes when you go out and you are coming, let some things flow in the house. Some kalewele and some, some chickens and some things. Some shawarma will flow. And, and, and the children, and, and if you do that all the time, the children look forward to that. Amen. So humility. As a wife, be humble. Marriage comes with stress. You always have to measure your language. A young man came to see me Friday, and her worried is that the wife keep on repeating, What have you done? He said, I'm trying, I'm doing my best. But my wife will not see. And, and it, it's, it's all because of what? Lack of humility. It's lack of humility. And every nagging wife lacks humility. All the time nagging. Putting down your husband. One of the things that a woman can do for the husband is to lift her. Oh, you are good. I'm so grateful that we have even when situations are bad. Amen. Lift him up. He needs that. It makes you unique. It makes you a, a wife of understanding. And this cannot happen when you are not humble. And, and, and some other ones. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Jesus showed to us that we need to be what? Humble. We need to be humble to accept our mistakes. But we are wrong. Hallelujah. You know, all these things is a sign. And, and so, couples could be very good when there's a thin line of what? Humility. Even humility in pointing forth. 
God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. That's what I'm saying. He could have gone for a horse. Then people will say, Yeah, he's a general. Some will be shouting, Osana, the general is coming. But the word Osana is a Hebrew word, means save us, Lord. Save us, Lord. Save us, Lord. And so the people came and Jesus, and look, because Jesus was humble to ride on donkey. Amen. Verse 6, the disciples went and did as Jesus has instructed. They brought the donkey and the cart and placed their clothes on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloths on the road. Why others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road? The crowd that went ahead of him and he and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. You see, you don't need to be contained to stir people up. You don't need to be that. You don't need to be so flamboyant to stir people. He used humility to stir the crowd. Just look at that. Just be humble and sitting on a donkey. They spread their clothing on the ground. When you are humble, there are some things it will lie low for you. I have entered into certain people's life I didn't ask for. I didn't lobby. I didn't ask. I didn't lobby. But there are some people, some of they will come and sit here 
Two hours, three hours waiting for me. Just be humble. Be humble. When you are humble, you also learn to manage your expectations. The reason why sometimes we cannot be humble is that we can't manage our expectations. It's good to have big dreams. But you learn to manage your expectations. If you don't measure your expectations well, sometimes you can blow things out of proportion. Learn to be humble. Learn to be humble. Humility comes with a reward. It doesn't make you stop it. It doesn't make you foolish. But things will come for you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. So here, the crowd was dead. The whole Jerusalem. But Jesus used simple strategy of what? Humility. You don't know what humility can do. We should learn that from Jesus. He was the son of God. But he was very humble. Hallelujah. Now let's read. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3, the Bible speaks about how God treated the children of Israel. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. And feed thee with manna, which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee to know that man doth not live by bread only, but by everywhere that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord that man live. The reason why sometimes God will humble you with your expectations. How many of you have expectations? You know, how many have wished? You know, everyone has. Amen. But sometimes God will use humility to help you to manage your expectations. So that you will depend on the word of God. Humility comes to teach you so that you will depend on the word of God. Amen. So that you will depend on the word of God. And this is very practical and this is very important. Not depending on the word of God will not make you humble. The reason why we stray Sometimes the way we talk, the way we behave, is because we don't know the word of God. But if you know the word of God, he will definitely show you, by the word of God, he will show you to be humble. He will show to you how you must manage your expectations. You need a word. And you see here, when you read it, it said, as it was said by the prophet. So here, being referred to the word of God, as it was referred by the prophet, that your king cometh, he rides on a donkey. Hallelujah. Everybody saying humility. Humility. 
Hallelujah. In Psalm 10, 12. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up thy hand. Forget not the humble. God will not forget the humble. Jesus humbled himself. Because, and that was why when he cried on the cross, and he said, Eli, 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 Sabbatan. Amen. Amen. He cried to the Father. But when you are humble, God will not forget you. May God not forget you. I said, may God not forget you. May God not forget you. Put your hands together for the Lord. God will not forget you. God will not forget you. Hallelujah. Because, so, but sometimes when you are humble, people can take you for granted. How many of you know that? People can even abuse you. They can ill-treat you. Because you are what? Humble. Because you are humble. Because you are humble. People can maltreat you. People can look down upon you. These are some of the effects of being humble. People can even ignore you. They can overlook While you are there, they, then they will just overlook and, and be dealing with somebody. But the Bible says, blessed are the humble. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. The same Psalm 10 verse 17. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. Thou will cause their ear to hear. The humble will hear. Everybody has said the humble will hear. Amen. God will prepare your heart to hear when you are humble. We're talking about humility here. Jesus could have entered Jerusalem on a palanquin and the people would be shouting. But he chose a donkey. Hallelujah. May you be humble. Amen. Proverbs 16, 19. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. That means the word of God is saying it is better to be in a company of people who are humble than to be in a company of violent people. It is better for you to be in a company. And one of the traits of a Christian is being humble. Now listen to me. When I say you need to be humble, it does not mean that you should lie down for people to walk over you. No. It does not mean that you should not stand for what um, is due you. No. Sometimes people take humility to that extreme. And then just say, oh, bro, nipa, also. No. But when you are humble, the Bible says it is better to be in a company of, of 
people showing humility than to be in the company of violent people. That will not really help. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. It pays to have children like that. We, we all were once children. And by the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together one more time. Another Faith Blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. chapter 6 verse 3 do this now my son and deliver thyself when thou art come into the hand of the friend go humble thyself and make sure thy friend amen now what the bible is saying here there are sometimes We make mistakes in life. You can offend somebody. So when you offend someone, you need to be what? Humble. That's where you need to. And it's so difficult for some people. It's so difficult for some people to humble themselves. And say, I'm wrong. It's so difficult. Amen. Two women were talking, and clearly one was at fault. But she, she kept on justifying himself, and people said, Oh, this one. Just apologize. It simply means 
apologizing and move on with your life. And he said, for me to apologize, Amen. You know, we are human. How many of you know that we are human? You are. You are not an angel. So, you can make mistakes. What you need to say, maybe you may say it wrongly. Your action may not be consonant with people's expectation. So, you just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's so difficult for some others to say, I'm sorry. Amen. Most especially with our politicians. They know clearly this thing is wrong. But for propaganda's sake, Someone will try to polish it nicely. We're talking of humility. We are learning a lesson here about Christ's entry. Triumphant entry to Jerusalem. He used humility. There are so many things you can get true humility. How many of you know that humility comes with a price? How many of you know? Because you are humble. You, you, you can, that's what I said, you can be neglected, you can be overlooked, you can be abused. People can abuse you because you are humble. People can even insult you. When you are humble. But humility is one of the greatest weapons against the enemy. It's a greatest weapon. Humility. Even to forgive someone else. It takes humility to... How many of you know that? To forgive somebody. You yourself need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself to forgive people. Somebody did something against me and my family. And just imagine, this is a woman, one day we're having deliverance administration, he just walked in. Amen. And she didn't know that I was the one running the deliverance ministry. So as soon as he saw me, he was trying to walk back. So I asked some of the people, get that woman. Let her sit down. He sat down. I said, get her some coke to drink. Amen. He drank. He was very discomfort. So I went, touched the shoulder. I said, we'll handle you soon. You don't want. Amen. But it's not easy when people have offended you and you have to burn all the way to show kind. And that is the nature of Christ. All that I'm saying is to teach you about the nature of Christ. People who have insulted you and you are feeding them. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Matthew 23 verse 12. Jesus said, and whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. He that shall humble himself 
shall be exalted. So if you want to rise up, you should humble yourself. If you want to rise up, humble yourself. Sometimes people are empty. They are poor. But hey! You know, they will say that one first. Then the rest will follow. Amen. Amen. But Jesus says, you want to rise up. You want to become great. Humble yourself. The job that nobody wants to do, you do it. Sometimes in your workplace, you know, there are some work it meant for messengers. There are some work it meant for other junior officers. And you want to rise up? You do it. And you shall be lifted up. So the way to the top is humility. But he said, anyone who exalts himself, he will be brought down. And people have been brought down because they exalted themselves. May God help you to have understanding so that you learn humility. Humility in all things. Humility must show in the way you talk. Everybody say the way you talk. How do you talk to people? How do you address people? Even when people make mistakes, how do you talk to them? How do you receive people? The next thing is how you receive people. How from the way you talk, how you receive people. Hey, Crash, they are saying, Amen. I once walked to an office. I was, it was the boss who asked me to come. And the receptionist, I just went there. I said, hey, Krachi, and they asked him. Amen. Then I said, I'm looking for your boss. And now, Kasubia, sorry, I know Ura has your boss. said, your boss said, Ashoka. Who are you? I mentioned my name and I did not have Reverend Adamson. That time I wasn't mentioned. I said, you say Adamson. So you called the boss. And the boss said, is it Reverend Adamson? Bring him. She was the same person who took me. Amen. Humility. Whatever. Any place you find yourself, you need to humble yourself. I think I've said this one. A young lady was going for interview. And he met the boss before they entered the office. And the boss said, Can I help? Is there anything? You know, they were entering the office. He just looked at the man. Because the boss was shocked. But very powerful man. He sat at the reception. And the interview came on. Right? And there, and behold. A short man. Is the most powerful person. Humility. Everybody say humility. Put your hands on the chest and say, Lord, help me to be humble. Help me. Put your hands together for the Lord.
supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21, just look at an apostle, Apostle Paul, a whole apostle. He started the church of Corinth, and then Apostle Paul in his writing to them. And look at what he said. He said, At least when I come again, my God will humble me among you. And that I shall bewail many which have sinned already and I have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication lasciviousness which they have committed. Here is Apostle now addressing the people. He said, when I come, I know there are fornicators among you. People have sinned, but God should humble me. How do you treat offenders? Do you have patience with offenders? How do you treat your house helper when she offends? When she breaks bread? How do you? Is it with the humility? How do you do? I once visited the home and you know the girl first picked the glass fell crying and then she was going to move another and another thing also fell and come and see Amen. Come and see. But I thought the girl was jittery because of the presence of the dignitaries. Some don't have confidence. Amen. Amen. So I have to go and help to pick the things. So Fujano, where the Ujana hanging Amen. So when people are wrong, how do we treat them? We should use humility. We should use humility. Humility will lift up people who are wrong. Even when they've made mistakes. Let's use 
humility. It will lift them up. Because when people sin, when people fall into all kinds of, let me use the word, mistakes, already their spirit is down. And therefore, it takes a humble approach to help them to come forward. One day, I have a friend who is a pastor. The wife came to me. Well, the pastor had done something that he was not supposed to do. He had slipped somewhere. And the wife came. The wife, very judgmental. Very judgmental. Push up. This one there. Who to not say you are suffering in power. Amen. Very judgmental. The pastor wasn't a member of a he's a friend, just a friend. Amen. And and the wife was trying to teach me how I should deal with the situation. Mani who saw I have born Amen. So I went there, I invited my friend. We just had a retreat. Went somewhere three days praying. Pray with him. And all that I did was to lift him. Lift him. This is not the end of you. God has not finished with you. Amen. And because I was not hard, the wife was angry with me. <laughs> but up to now, we're sorting our problems. <laughs> but he came, turned around beautifully. And today, he's doing marvelously. And anytime I called him, he would just come immediately. Anytime. Amen. And sometimes he will call me and say, oh, let me come over. He said, no, I will come. See, so when people are wrong, use humility. And don't forget that you are also human. You can err. Are you with me? You can err. And the method you use to correct people is the same method God will use to judge you. Put your hands together for the Lord. The last one, James 4, 6. But he giveth more grace. That means God. Wherefore he said, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Grace is divine ability, divine capacity to do things. When you are humble, God will give you more grace, more power. But the Bible says, God resists the proud. God resists the proud. I went to Bible school with some hard men. From Ghana. Some of them fantastic preachers. When they were preaching, hey, some were anointed. Some were anointed. In our time. Amen. Some of us weren't good preachers. Weren't good preachers. Our time. And I remember coming back to Ghana. Some of them, the way they, they, their confidence level was so high. But today, you can't hear them. Some of them even don't have a church. Or some came, their pastors transferred them to places. What? Me? 
You think that small church? I've gone to Idahosa. I'm anointed. I have faith. And today, my wife and I know When we're in the Bible, you could see very proud. You see, when you have ability, when you, you, you have what it takes, if you are not careful, you will think that it's by your own power you are doing those things. Therefore, you need to be humble. Whatever that God has given to you is by His grace. I say it's by His grace. Whether riches, whether houses, whether lands, whether money, it is by his grace. So you are not better than somebody who doesn't have. You are not better. So you have to approach with humility. I have many friends who are pastors. And when they come to me, no matter what their level, I will receive them. I don't look down upon anyone. I'll make sure I treat them with the respect. God resists the pride, but gives what? Grace to them. May the triumphant entry of Jesus today be an eye opener to you. Jesus used humility and he moved the crowd. He used humility and moved all the crowd. At a time, at a time that the crowd some of you didn't know who Jesus was. Some, uh, who is this? Uh, why the whole Jerusalem is stirred up? Who is making these things to happen? And some say, some said, Jesus of Nazareth. That prophet from Galilee. He has turned the whole place. May God use your humility to turn things around. To turn your blessings around. To turn your home around. To turn your surroundings around. May God bless you. I help you to humble yourself. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands up. You want to give your life to Jesus? For those of you watching us, you know what humility, but you cannot be humble unless you've given your life to Christ. It takes humility also to receive Jesus. You are here. You want to give your life to Jesus. And those of you watching us, you want to also give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hands. And those of you watching, you can also join us. This one. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you came to die for me. Today, I receive you as my Savior and Lord. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, and I will serve you forever. Amen. Mwa moshe yeina. Ebi ya wapese. Okanu chi mwa. Ma wansaso. Jesus. Mi jimi dise. Uni mi ura. Ene mi kraje mkwa. Ene dayi. Mi fao se mi ura. Ene mi kraje mkwa. Betuna mi mu. Na chure mi din. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for your people. We speak life unto them. 
and command divine grace and that your spirit and your power will take control. Blessed, O God, in the name of Jesus, write their names in the book of life and they will serve you forever. Amen. For those of you who have done that, you can call us. Numbers I also know. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.